0: natural conclusion of the virtual youtuber is the virtual cam girl it's wednesday it's 7 p.m eastern this is rare encounter encounter number 30 and breaking the bitcoin mining strike i'm abel kirby and working hard for my money's so you better treat me right. I'm
1: cold acid. <laughs> Jeez, how you doing up there? Little wintry? A oh, little. It w- it was colder this morning than this evening. Did you get any of this? It storm? was something like uh, it was like. No, it was just really cold and really windy off of Lake Ontario. Uh, It was like negative 10 Celsius when I got up this morning. Oh, geez. But it was only negative one when I went out for my burrito. (laughs) Now,
0: don't ask me what those are in freedom units. Uh, It's like uh, negative one is like 31 degrees, you know. It's pretty close to freezing. Um just just barely it's not quite cold enough to get frostbite i think you need to get minus four celsius to get frostbite if i recall correctly um it has to do with Could definitely get it in the morning then yeah yeah it has to do with the freezing temperature of uh tissue is a little bit lower than water so that's because all the sugar in our tissues (laughs) well the sugar and more than that in mine i've got uh i i had a energy drink that i was going to drink on the show for my starting thing and i decided i didn't want to drink it late so i drank it earlier uh just so i could get it working through my system before he uh, i didn't want to drink something at seven then go to bed at 10 you know but uh so yeah, i got his yeah. water well, right now not me oh what was that
1: that is a eden grove cider one hundred percent hand-picked Ontario pears, so this is a real pear cider, <laughs> not that flavored crap that I complained about before. And uh, are we gonna ah, have a taste test? And it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes nice. Oh boy, so a little more bitter than uh, than I had expected for for pears, but
0: uh, it's definitely nice. Yeah, we had some hiccups, uh, technical hiccups during the pre-show. I was going to mention, just for your edification and for everyone else, uh, I didn't realize this, but among the other things that happens when I launch Brave so I can do the clean feed, I found that it also, Windows, if it detects communication activity, whatever that means, it decides to dim the volume of everything else on your system. So when I opened up Brave, it dimmed all the music I was playing. and uh, just Oh, a- yeah, I know about this. Oh, it was irritating. So I uh, I found out pretty fast with a quick search that it's just a setting you can turn off. I found out where it is. I put it in the show my show notes so that uh, anyone who's a podcaster I would, I would recommend going and turning this off immediately. <laughs> Even people who aren't podcasters, it's just annoying. Yeah, I, I I have a bank of faders in front of me so I can control all the volume mix that it it, it put it the way I want. And yeah, I don't need Windows trying to be smart about it. No need to be clever. No. Yeah. Well, so we were talking um, a little bit offline, but I saw you mention something right before the show about lightning nodes and, and uh, Bitcoin and, and all that stuff. Do we have a status, an official Rare Encounter status on where we are with this uh, technology? Sadly, no. No,
1: we don't. I was hoping that we would by now, but I didn't get as much time on this. I've just been thinking about things, and half of what I've been thinking doesn't seem to fit in with the with the, uh Podcast uh, namespace because it's uh, it's restricted to Lightning right now. Yeah. No flat out.
0: Uh, no flat out like just Bitcoin address. It's yep. well, you know, that's something to keep your ear to the ground for. It's something I'm I'm keeping a a lookout for. Is exactly how what's the solution? It's something we've been talking about for a while. What's the the real solution that's going to work for us? And I I don't see it yet. You know, I have uh, some cryptocurrency wallets that have payment addresses, but it's not really something we could just pop up there. You know, uh, I don't know how this is going to work. So we're still there's there's the status is there's no status, I guess. I think what I'm going to have to do is just
1: create a create a new wallet. And then just once a week, I take a look at it and split whatever's come in between us. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes it easier for me too. Then I don't have to do anything. <laughs> As you know, I'm opposed to uh, doing work. Yeah, I know. Just like Bemrose. Yeah. Ah uh, well, I did do a little uh, a little groundwork, and I found out there was a software update for uh, just while we're talking about stuff that no one else cares about on the show. Right at the top, you know, right where we, so we can scare everyone away. There was an update to our uh, my show note software I use, which is the Synology Note Station. And it turns out that there is an update, but you can't have it. it uh, the auto updater and the software doesn't work, and the uh, website kept giving me the runaround on how to ex- how, how I should download it. So uh, even despite the fact that there is a new version of the software, I can't find a way to get a copy of it. So we're still running on the 2019 version of uh, Synology Note Station Client, <laughs> at least for my notes. Wonderful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that everyone is tuned out, tuned out, can, uh, oh yeah, um, you know about Keybase? Keybase, Keybase. Yeah, is that like C base? So if A base no. is ki- is kissing, and B base is what's <laughs> what's Keybase? So Keybase
1: is this uh, is a service for for identity and crypto. Okay. And, and it it's pretty it's a pretty nice service actually. I've I've found it to be it uh it does things like lets you keep track of like well it has like a list of different uh, uh like your identity along with your devices and stuff and it has a way of actually connecting them all together so you can get like a you can get like a a graph of your devices anchored to you mhm hmm. um i'm going to have to I'm going to have to uh, actually put a link of that, maybe my profile, into the notes. But I'm actually looking at maybe moving away from it. Because even though I don't have one or use them, they're banning all discussion of 3D printable weapons. And they're able to get away with this, of course, because they are centralized to service.
0: Yeah, I was going to clue into that when you said it was a service. Um, that really means it's not a, uh, it's, it's like something a company hosts and that you have an account with and they can turn it off at will, right? Yep. Yep. I was thinking about that with clean feed, uh, you know, among all the other problems, one of the things I was thinking about was at some point clean feed could decide, and we don't have any, uh, say in the matter that they just want to disable some feature. We need to do the show and say, Oh, you know what? That's a pro feature. Why don't you switch to that? So I think we need to come up with a, uh, Alternative, you know, the backup strat for uh, for broadcasting. That's not. I guess Skype is the backup strat, but something that's not that. Well,
1: if any, if the other podcasts uh, in the network have uh, shown us anything, it's that if they do start putting uh, putting features that we use behind the uh, behind the pro tier, Uh, the paywall. Once we once we're able to take in donations, we shouldn't have a problem with that.
0: Well, I got a couple of clips. Uh, if you want to go to some clips, um, I listened to, uh, actually, I, I, I listened to some podcasts, including political podcasts I don't want to bring up. But I did get a clip of uh, Ted Cruz. This is about as as political as I'm going to get. I listened to his podcast, uh, which I, I didn't even know he did one. But apparently he does. He did an interesting episode. But uh, he had a, had a little montage on there that I put together. You could Listen to. And apparently I will continue my murderous rampage down in Miami. You know, ever since Northern California in the 60s, uh, you know, you know, I've had a proclivity to mass murder. And so uh, so yes. we'll see if that continues. And we'll see if it'll continue <laughs> he's been playing his uh, Zodiac Killer thing. up. So, so he admits he's the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he started talking, <laughs> that joke was going around that, uh, oh, you know, he might be the Zodiac killer and he was shying away from that. He's really learned to lean into this stuff these days to the point that he just makes a flat out joke about he's going to murder people. So, uh, Yeah, he's going to be a great candidate <laughs> in 2024. I'm looking forward to that election already. I, I think it's endearing to a point as as endearing as it can be on a politician, you know, but uh, that that he actually has a sense of humor about it. Oh boy, some of the other crap I was looking at, I went and, let's see, I was texting with my dad, he sent me some, uh he heard me on abs in a Six-Pack a while ago, and uh, made a uh, comment that before Bill Nye, there was a guy named Julius Sumner Miller who would do a TV program, you know, uh, science education. Uh, have you ever heard of this guy? No. No, oh, I hadn't either. I, I've heard of Bill Nye. Yeah, it was, this is from... Um, the late 60s, early 70s. This stuff is up on YouTube, and you can hear... Uh, well, let's, let's listen to the, the intro and kind of hear how he uh, presents it. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and teachers, and boys and girls? I'm Julia Sumner-Miller, and physics is my business. And we come to another program on electricity, magnetism, and such allied subjects, which I have entitled miscellaneous and wondrous things and the the presentation style he has is actually pretty good he doesn't uh spend a lot of time discussing exactly what every experimental result means in, in this video that that he did he really does physics demonstrations and they're they're pretty cool they're like uh magnetic uh field demonstrations and um some things about electromagnetism too and, and the content isn't um uh, you know, it's not super dumbed down. He, he actually presents it and One of the things he, he shows up in this uh, this episode that I watched is he has, a at the end of it, he has this very complex... Um, what would really be like a uh, freshman electrical engineering, like circuits one type of problem. And he presents... You know, it was something you'd see in college. And he presents it on the screen and says, Here's the problem. You know, I'm not going to tell you the answer. It's an exercise. to you find out the answer? And... Uh, Seems like he had a lot more faith in the the viewers back then than uh, than some of the people producing this stuff do now, if you compare it to something like Cosmos or something on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh, a couple of things I liked. You know, here's here's a bit where he's dropping a he has the bit where you have a powerful magnet and he has a aluminum plate and he's gonna drop the drop the um aluminum plate through the magnet, and you'll see that it falls really slowly. And right before he does that, he does a, t- a test to show how, how fast it falls in uh, free space. Now I'm going to drop this here in free space, as we say, and watch the rate at which it falls. Watch it. <laughs> Incidentally, where did the sound come from? Answer, a vibrating system. Is <laughs> this pattern that's really good. And he does the watch it. Did you hear when he said, watch it, watch it? Yeah. Oh, he does that all the time. Here's another thing. And bit. watch the beautiful pattern taken up by the filings. Watch it. Watch it. There it is. Beautiful. Just like a magnetic field. Yeah, just like a magnetic field. Oh, boy. I got it a couple... get the attention, that's for sure. Oh, that's fun. Uh, And the show is uncut. There were... He would make little mistakes, like he dropped something, or it wasn't as smooth as it could have been. Everything that they produced looked like it was a continuous take. Um, It... it Obviously, wasn't something they were heavily editing, you know, because there are little mistakes he would make, and they, they didn't correct them. He would correct them in real time. This was really genuine compared to some of the highly edited. Uh, Sir Seat Sitter mentioned what I was talking about, about Bill Nye, he said, oh, it's the boing sound effect. You know, every time he would jump, they would put stupid cartoon sound effects behind him. And it, you know, that sets the—really uh, tells you who they think their viewer is, which is young children. So, you know, yeah. this, this one wasn't like that. This one was actually pretty cool. Um, I did get a couple little ISOs. I think these are the two. We had chaos. Put it in chaos again. That was one. He also had one of these. Ha. 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 Oh, boy. There we go. There was Julius Sumner Miller. Um, we can put a little... I think I made a link to that in my notes. We'll add it after uh, if I don't have it there. There's a little tip. They, they had a lot of videos on a lot of topics. It's all up on YouTube. So that's what I was uh, looking at the other day let's see i also watched uh some old C- cbc report you know we we have the uh the sports team mashups we had a uh town name i wanted to pronounce so i looked it up on youtube i found an old uh an old story and it had nothing to do with what i was looking for i just stumbled upon it it was a uh, a bit about the uh uh angry lobster fisherman in in the angry lobster fisherman yeah after uh cbc so uh Let's see. Let's hear the the little warning. This isn't the fisherman yet. This is just a guy on the radio. There is
1: a scuttled ship reported in position 441954
0: north. You sunk my battleship. And so what what, what happened was they were going to scuttle a ship and uh, it was supposed to rest at the bottom of the harbor. And uh, all the lobster fishermen, they didn't like it. Uh, They didn't like the idea because they thought it would piss off the lobsters, you know. And they uh no, you don't want to piss off lobsters, don't and they, they get pretty nasty, all the fishermen that got steamrolled by the government anyway, so what happened was the ship was supposed to be scuttled and it was supposed to sink and land on its side. It was a big destroyer and uh at the end of its service life they you know uh, probably cost too much to cut it up, and so they decided to uh to sink it and save the money and pretend that it was a benefit. Oh, it's a fish habitat, you know it's I don't know some some way they justified uh sinking the ship instead of actually uh instead of reclaiming it in in some other way but uh we have they actually
1: do that quite a bit not just not just for fish habitats because apparently they do make a decent start to they also make a decent start to new reefs artificial reefs and for uh and for diving and just like scuba scuba Like, you know, people just going out to have fun doing
0: scuba. Yeah. Well, it apparently pisses off the lobsters. This is what got the lobster guy uh, all upset about. Let's listen to him. From the beginning, lobster fishermen opposed the idea of the Saguenay as a marine park because they fear lobster habitat could be harmed. Now, they're furious.
1: This is only one disaster, but there's many more to follow. If the politicians left
0: them sink it and left them put it there, now what trouble are we going to have to face in the future? This has to be straightened up. They can't leave it like that. So what happened is the sink, the uh, the the ship went under, and instead of falling sideways, it, it landed upright. And it turns out that the water was shallow enough that that uh, the tower at the the very top of the ship uh, wasn't wasn't far enough below uh, below the waterline that uh, it could damage ships. So they had to put up all these buoys and everything, and uh, you know, really pissed because now th- now there's a hazard in the middle of the harbor and they get all pissed off about it too but then the guy who uh the guy from the team that was sinking the ship here's here's what he had to say about it it's not a bad situation this is better it's better so i don't know no, I it's it
1: was not better <laughs> put it i mean it's one thing it's one thing to put them like somewhere in a uh, in a fishing or lobstering ground if it's deep enough but in a harbor and be making it a hazard to navigation no that that
0: improves nothing i don't think you heard him let's listen again it's not a bad situation this is better it's better he said it, he it's, said it right not <laughs> it's not better it's not better no no this is good <laughs> i like that lobster guy you know those lobster fishermen were uh were kind of interesting yeah, yeah they got a good accents on them yeah there's a uh, there's some videos of kind of Mainers and Mainer lobster uh, fishermen have uh a little bit of a different accent too. I think these guys were from uh from Canada. So, you know, Maine's not too far from that, but they have a they have a slightly different accent, which uh, I should get clips of that sometime. It's hard to find. You don't hear it a lot. But yeah. but but but. So what have you been up to? So I got something interesting to bring up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Consider consider this a a website whose server is solar powered. Okay tell me more yeah so there's this website called low-tech magazine mm-hmm. and i read i read it once and once in a while i keep going back to it for this particular article about uh what's it constant something or other hold on a second i need Kunstin. to i need to actually like type this in hmm uh what's that I can't tell if it's a metal or a country. It's a technology. Uh Stungenkunst. That's what I'm looking for. Stungen Stungenkunst. So what it is is you ever heard of
0: a flat rod system? No. With regard no? Okay, so what, what kind of technology is this a piece of software or is this a uh, No, a no, generator? this is
1: this It's I a I don't know what we're talking about. It's a yet. way... It's a system for transmission of uh, of motive power. Okay. And it pre it predates as, as Stangenkunst. It predates uh, even the steam engine. Hmm. And so the whole the whole idea of it was that you could use like a water wheel, and it would rock these it would rock these beams back and forth to to transmit energy to things like the bottom of a mine shaft to operate the pumps and things like that. Okay. And, and later, later on when the steam engine uh, came to be, they, they continue to be used. In fact, there are, there are active oil fields, both in Ontario and Pennsylvania that use a flat rod system for operate for operating the oil pumps from a central powerhouse. Hmm. And so, so like I keep going back to read about this because I find it really interesting. Like this old technology and all the other stuff they talk about, like all the other low tech stuff they talk about on this website. Hmm. But when I was when I was checking it, it in the time since the since my previous visit to the site which admittedly was like over a year ago they're now a solar power solar powered server so during during day it will it uses a solar panel to keep the computer running and charge up a battery for use overnight and if the if the battery if the battery runs out or because like the weather's bad or something for a long period of time then it will actually shut off, and the and the site won't be available until there's enough sun to recharge
0: it. <laughs> huh? So uh, well, yeah, it's, it's interesting, I guess. the 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 uh, The idea that it, the website just could be down because the sun's not shining on it, or it's been cloudy for too long, you know, it's kind adds a little bit of nuance yeah. to uh, to it. Yeah.
1: It even it character, even has you know? like it a battery it indicator.
0: <laughs> yeah. It has a battery
1: the page, the background of the page itself has like an amber area and a light blue area and that tells you like how much of a
0: charge it's got. All right. I like this. Now that actually is kind of fun. So the web page tells you if it's if the server is going to die or not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so right now it's it says it's 67% which means that the battery storage capacity is about 12.67 volts. At
0: 0%, it's at 12 volts, and it'll shut everything down. Yep. Most of that power is stored in the top couple volts of that. Most of the energy in the, is yeah. in the first couple uh, fractions of a volt that gets dropped. FYI for battery, if you're watching the discharge cycle. <clears throat> I was looking at some... Uh, well, that's, that's cool. I, I've always wanted to run... I really like the idea of solar panels, being able to run completely off the grid. And I think that appeals to a lot of people, too. You know, the uh, number oh, of watts that I consume in this apartment is too much, uh, according to my—according uh, to BG&E. Um, the I power usage is too damn high. Do, do you ever get the—they um, do this little scam. Uh, it, it I wouldn't say scam, actually. It's a little bit of marketing speak that they— they send out to utility customers. Um, so if you use electricity from um, in Maryland, or I actually get the same letters in in Colorado, where they'll send you a letter that says, oh, here's your usage over over the month. And you see a, a graph of uh, – and sometimes they're in kilowatt hours, and sometimes they're in, I don't know, green units or something. They'll make up a scale that can show whatever they want. And they'll say, oh, and here's your uh, energy-efficient neighbors is the other – line that they put on there and the energy efficient neighbors are down like at a quarter of where you are all the time no matter what and uh yeah no we don't get anything like that
1: here it's, in fact the only thing that i get from uh, from the power company is like a quarterly a quarterly community newsletter that's actually put together by the people at the, both uh darlington uh, nuclear plant and the pickering nuclear plant that talks about, like, the things that OPG is doing in the community, like, the tree planting. I actually went on a tree planting thing with my brother when he was still working for Ontario Power Generation. Mm. And just, like, what else has been going on? The progress in decommission, shutting down Pickering because they're winding that station down and then uh, going to be turning it off in 2024. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna and uh, ongoing ongoing development at darlington because apparently they're adding some new units and they're currently refurbishing a couple others
0: the um there was a great uh i don't know it, it was a podcast i guess it was a presentation i saw called radiation and reason um i actually listened to it uh it was off from the um oh geez i put it in my notes and i took it out because i wasn't going to talk about it then you brought up nuclear power uh, but it was a uh, rundown of the Fukushima power plant incident and what happened by people who understand what happened. And uh, it was a great presentation. I'm, I'm going to find that and put it in the, the notes, yeah. but I was going to clip it for the show, and I, I, it's a little too long. First
1: to of all, that. they yeah. were using shitty GE reactors
0: that uh, were like, the design of them were like ancient. So the material of, of this presentation has to do with what is um a dangerous dose of radiation how are standards set how do they come up with what is a lethal dose and, and and determine that and he goes through the evidence from back when people were getting radiation poisoning from radium and licking their uh the famous story where they had the the girls who were painting the uh clock faces the watch faces were told to lick the the brush they're painting with the the radioactive paint and uh then they all died of bone cancer <laughs> Uh, from uh, from yeah. radiation poisoning and they had and he goes through that and he he comes up with here's where we think the limits are here's what they're saying and and what he ends up going into is the media hysteria of how the way that they had um the people who were feeding information to the at, to the local officials weren't telling them the truth they were telling them what they wanted repeated to the newspaper and so they they had all this I almost said fallout, but I don't mean to make a pun. But it was a um, a lot of FUD got spun up around Fukushima. You know, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That his yeah. claim is only existed because you had people who didn't know what they were talking about making all the rules. And it, it's a really good presentation. I'm gonna get a get some clips of that and bring it next time. Actually, I make a note for that. Um, and uh, yeah.
1: it's just real on interesting the, on story, the so. reactor side of thing. Yeah, on the reactor side of things, the reason that I like the can-do reactor designs is because they fail-safe. If all if all goes wrong, the result is that the uh, control rods drop in, and the and like everything that everything that uh, is fissile like stops. So like it's uh it's a much safer it's a much safer design. And it doesn't even need enriched uranium to work. What do you say you we... Can, you, can almo- you can almost take just like ore right out of the ground and put it in and you'll get power out of a can-do reactor. Cole, what, what do
0: you say we do um, maybe a bit about just nuclear power and I'll bring the Fukushima stuff and we can do that next episode. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, let's make a note of and, and do that because uh, this is something I've been looking into also. And, uh I, I need to get that some i might together. be
1: able to get my brother to come on for too because oh, geez, I mean, yeah
0: like i said he used to work for opg let's try and do that uh if he can't do next show we can push it but uh we should definitely do that that would be a great show uh, yeah just to jump back a little bit we had some you were bringing up some retro tech with the flat uh what were they called flat rod pumps i imagine like the oil derrick's uh that you see kind of pumping stuff up and down the way you described it um, yeah, flat rod systems i was looking at the original original um concepts for computer memory in like not ram but computer like memory. Old, co- old core memory and stuff before that um it was i was reading about delay line memory have you ever heard of this lay line memory no Del- can't delay- say that i have it was delay line memory um oh delay line yeah that's that's a little different yeah not lay line <laughs> <laughs> That's like some Hogwarts shit. Uh, no, the concept was instead of, well, just from the 10,000 foot view, um, and this kind of lines up with her talk about programming language like BrainFuck, you know? What you would do is imagine yeah. you just had a tape loop. And so, what you could do is the tape has a certain length to it, and you can read and write from it. And, and so, if you want to read uh, something from memory, you have to wait for it to go all the way around until the sector you want is there, and then you can do the read. And if you want to write something, you just write it to a, an empty spot on the tape. And and so every single access requires the, the tape to go around one whole time. Um, they did this without tape, though. Um, I just used tape to kind of get the idea out there. What they actually had was a, a long coil of wire, and it was a delay line, like an electrical delay line, and it would encode the memory as a series of pulses. So you had a, an amplifier, and it would... Its output would go to a giant, really long, uh, like microseconds long uh, spool of wire. And then when the pulses came back around, if you weren't reading or if you weren't writing to it, it would just restructure the pulses and emit them again. You know, and it didn't have it it was kind of like a digital system. So, you know, it didn't have, um, you know, generation losses. It kept going around and around. It would reform the pulse every time. And I'd never heard of this before. I found it when I was doing some searches for some other things, and I thought it was really cool. There's some pictures of it if you look up delay line memory. Let me see if I can get a good one and paste it in. The Actually, notes I'm right. looking up Royal McBee. Well, I don't know what that is. Is that a, something you get at McDonald's? A Royal McBee. Have you heard the story of Mel? The story of Mel. Oh, is this yeah. a Monty Python sketch?
1: What is? Because it sounds. It sounds like. Oh, it. Oh, I. Yeah, that's different. Uh like it Mel used Holder? drum memory, not uh delay line. Wow.
0: No, if uh, you... Melvin K. Was he the guy who called into um to uh, Art Bell and said he had a bottomless pit in his backyard? No, different Mel. Okay. No, that's not uh different Mel. Different Mel. Okay, just checking.
1: Yeah. Hold on, let me let me find a This might be it. Is this in the... uh...
0: Well, I'm going to get a picture of... I got delay line memory. I get a really cool picture of this. It it, it really just looks like a big inductor kind of tube. And uh, this is probably the cool one. This is from a museum. Just pop that into my show notes. Bum-ba-dum-bum-bum. Yeah, it it just looks like a bank of a bunch of coils of wire. And and the the early, early, early computing machines used it uh, for some time before they went to ferrite cores. Of course, the the benefit of random access memory is you don't have to wait for the signal to to propagate around again just to do a read. You can randomly access it, which is a big benefit. All right, I delayed. I, I was delaying. Ah, delay here, we ah here, we here we go. Here we go.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna paste it into the uh, into the chat. Yeah. Yeah. The story of Mel, a real programmer. A real programmer. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So this isn't delay this isn't delay line memory that was in this It's drum
0: memory. Okay, you're gonna have to enlighten me because I was don't know kind, what that is. And
1: it's kind of the same thing. Like you have a big rotating drum.
0: And oh, it's and it's and that's how you had that's how you had your memory. Mel. The story of Mel, a real programmer. This was posted on Usenet in 1983. Okay. This is this is a class this is a classic
1: hacker story jeez well i can't it's it's pretty it's pretty long and
0: mel's job was to rewrite so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read it i'm gonna put it in the show notes uh, mel loved the rpc4000 because he could optimize his code that is locate instructions on the drum just so that just as one finished its job the next would be just arriving at the read head yeah yeah now oh, this looks fun so reading yeah. assignment <laughs> it's an enjoyable it's an enjoyable epic uh i like those old stories sometimes you know for every one of these that's written down you know there's a dozen that no one ever wrote down and when someone retires and and uh, yeah. you know they just get lost to the uh lost to the ages i like those uh oh i so i just looked up the book and knowledge article on delay line memories yeah and it,
1: mem- it mentions acoustic delay lines you know where i you know where i recognize that from the Beatles reverb effects? No. <laughs> <That's> cryptonomicon <laughs> by Neil Stevenson. Oh uh, yeah. I never read that one. Oh Krypton- you should. I couldn't. Oh, it's I a didn't great like- book. I mean I mean you could you could kill somebody by hitting them in the back of the neck with the spine of that book because it's fucking huge, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's a fun read. Did he write *A uh, Snow Crash*? Plus, I—I'll tell you that you will never look at stockings and
0: antique furniture the same way again. Hmm. Yeah, I read *Snow Crash*. That was the only Neil Stevenson uh, book I read, and that one I had to skip. *Snow
1: Crash* is fun, but
0: that's not even like close to his best work. I—I I liked the beginning of the book, you know, the pizza deliverator, and it was very campy. And then sometime, maybe two thirds the way in, even—and it's a short book too. They start going into uh, the too deep into the lore for me for something that starts with a pizza delivery guy, uh, you know, grappling, hooking his way through in uh, cap dystopia on a skateboard. Uh, no, that wasn't that wasn't him. He was
1: he was driving the souped up car. That was YT who was uh, who is like grappling to cars to get around the, the courier first, girl.
0: Yeah, the first the first scene in the book started like that, though. And I said, "Well, to go yeah. from that to like here's a long, boring exposition." I was like, "I don't know." So I skipped a bunch of pages at the end. Like I said before, you might not
1: you might not like uh, you might
0: not like the Diamond Age. Then
1: that uh, that was my Kryptonomicon. Uh, Kryptonomicon uh, was probably his last his last work that he couldn't write a proper ending with Denouement to. Like a lot of his work, a lot of his work, well, with the exception of Zodiac, that one actually had a, had a pretty good finish, but Snow Crash and the Diamond Age and most of his other early works, he tended to just like come to, come to like this big climax and then just like, as soon, as soon as the climax has passed, that's like, that's the end of the book and that's not that's not really satisfying right because i mean you want to see like the results What what came after that even if it's only a little bit yeah yeah you gotta cuddle at the end you right know? yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like you can't you can't just you can't just fuck her off and then just like put her away wet you gotta you gotta give her the cuddles
0: afterwards oh boy well we had some um speaking of fiction um there's no new anime coming up for the for the movies i checked out fathom events the only thing they have is earwig and the witch and that's getting panned everywhere it's getting panned on rotten tomatoes there's some anime boards uh posting reviews of it and they don't like it so you know i think i'm gonna uh ditch my plans to go see it. that yeah i'm I'm skipping that one yes that sounded promising but yeah we'll see it, it doesn't seem like it's uh it's up to snuff to have the uh the uh miyazaki name behind it but i don't know it's because it it's gets compared to you know um Koyo miyazaki that's the father right it is goro yeah. miyazaki is the son i don't have this in front of me i, I believe so it. and uh you know it's well you know the original stuff spirited away and the uh and all that were uh hard a lot to live up to mm-hmm so Nothing going on there. Oh, I had to cancel my trip. I said the uh, I said last episode I'm going to get out to um, Cumberland. Well, it snowed here, like I said at the beginning. We had that nor'easter come through, so I canceled everything. But I have plans with a uh, a friend we're going to go by maybe next weekend and uh, spend the day uh, snooping around. Should be good. I'll take some pictures okay. if I end up there. We've got a long weekend coming
1: up later this month, and I'm planning to actually head up north snow or not just to just to get away from everything i'm like the the most complex thing that i'm going to be bringing with me is my phone and that only because of uh in case of emergency Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pack uh i'm gonna pack a bunch of books and i'm gonna get some snowshoes i'm gonna just head up north for for a long weekend of digital detox Mm. that's good to do once in a while yeah so and given how given how wired I've been getting about things lately, it's
0: definitely needed yeah i was i I'm skipping a lot of podcasts when I was listening to political stuff uh it's been a while since I jumped into it, and i had just even no agenda i I don't even listen to the whole show if they if they go on and on and on about u s politics it's uh i don't know i think it's uh doesn't help me no. at all
1: it's not even just the it's not even just the politics it's like all the all like the lockdown stuff and everything and i've just been like cooped up in this environment for for far too long yeah and i need i need to
0: get out before i go absolutely insane well speaking of other podcasts um we had uh geez hog story didn't have an episode posted if it ain't if it ain't growing uh, Hog, get hog to... story nah, it wasn't up last i looked i uh. guess they had something with. well that. they
1: had the, they had the episode on monday
0: yeah, but I don't listen live. So and there was
1: even <laughs> a non—there was even a non-episode yesterday night, mm-hmm. and
0: I called into it. Aha! Is that available? Ah, oh, Fletcher available? says just posted. Uh, let's see. Just now. There we go. Just Hog, now. Hog story one fifty four. Is that it? From my. F- we had some server from. woes. He says. From my from is what he says. From my from. Yep. From by from. The there song. are a few
1: other good uh a good possible
0: names for it <laughs> oh topics including sturgill that, simpson. The,
1: that that was the phrase that paid yeah
0: apparently they talked about sturgill simpson too oh cool so that was 154 That's up right now grumpy old bands had their bemrose.com uh episode i listened to that uh it was fun i like that they're refocusing yep. on tech it's uh i was never gonna complain it's too much about, about time. it but I, yeah You know, like I said, my interest was not listening to a bunch of political podcasts. Tech news, yeah, I like that. Um, The other thing was, um, oh, what was Darren O'Neill on? He was on um, Who Are These Podcasts? He was on What Are These Podcasts? What are these? Was it Who or What?
1: What are the, I think, no, is it Who Are These? Yeah, it's Who Are These Podcasts. Yeah. Did you listen to that? No, I didn't. Oh. I don't really like that show. the f- The few times that I've heard it, it just like kind of pissed me off.
0: Yeah, I don't listen to them either, um, unless there's someone I know on it, and so I want to. I, I listened to Darren O'Neill's episode, but they're very. Um, yeah, I
1: didn't. Even, I didn't even listen to the JCD
0: episode. It's very well. Th- that one I liked because I mean, JCD for, wasn't. They, they're killers on that show. Like they go after people for nothing. Uh, yeah, I
1: know, and that's why. I don't, that's why I don't like it. I listen to it and it's like god this is hateful
0: Mm -hmm. so i don't know not a big fan of that one myself but i listened to it it was funny but it you know you know what you're getting when you listen to that. it's a very insult uh insult comedy kind of show yeah let's see we had uh three or four days since the last episode of maps with matt come Uh,
1: on matt where's episode four
0: Get to it. I'm always wondering if he's going to try and sneak one in on me by uh, posting the episode during our episode, so I always check the page and know there is no new episode. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have said that, you know. Maybe that's my defense. uh, Let you know you can't sneak one by me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, um, What's going on with Nick tonight? Oh, uh, I don't know. He didn't have anything last time, and I didn't check this time, so... Usually I pop in the sewer chat and uh, and, uh, see what he posted. So let's find out. Right now, real time on the show, we've got Wednesday. Hold on a second.
1: Um, So Sir Matthew is going to be on Hog Story tomorrow night. Fletcher's asking us if we've got any questions for him.
0: And I certainly do. Where is episode four? (laughs) Um, I'd like to hear about um, early... There, there was a certain kind of compass that uh, that they used um, in North America uh, and I'm spacing on what the name of it was but but it it uh, lets you measure elevation with the uh, with like half of it like the lid flipped open and it had an extra uh, feature on it you could use I I'll get the name of it and uh, and send it to you uh, I took some pictures of it in a museum too so I even have a picture of it but I wanted to uh, See if you knew anything about that.
1: Does it have like a thin wire going from like the top to the bottom of this thing? No. Folded you fold it open? This is no?
0: like something from the... It was only used for a brief period of time uh, in the... I think it was the 17, early 1800s. Um, yeah, it was a museum piece. Uh, let, me get, let me get that information and I'll send it off. If I could remember the name, then I could ask about it. But that's the only thing that comes to mind. I want to ask him a question about mapping. <laughs> Surveying um let's see tonight uh nick the rat is doing an episode on cold evil Ooh. you're not on there are you
1: no <laughs> that's a, that's cold evil not cold acid
0: oh no. it's your evil twin
1: could be could be or actually knowing knowing me if i had if i <laughs> had the good a good twin, twin. <laughs> yeah would be the good twin i'm the evil twin yeah he's the good twin
0: <laughs> oh boy just like hugo yeah uh, let's see we Let get some anime i'm i'm just going to go over briefly uh higurashi it, this is the only thing i'm going to say about anime this week Higarashi is fucking balls to the wall the last it, ever since that winter break it's uh it's been incredibly entertaining just it, a wee bitty the old ultra violence huh? oh my and it's not just that it has all these twists um they actually had a character from Umineko uh shows up inside it. So, holy shit this is great oh um, who well i'm not gonna spoil it Aww. it's in my pictures if you look close i took a screenshot of them. um okay it, just i'll, have, the background. To go through, I'll like, have to go through your like million pictures yeah i just dump all, I, I just dump all the pictures now there's yeah. uh
1: listeners feel feel lucky that that i like pair these down to like two or three pictures for each show <laughs> because, because yeah. if we went with everything that abel kirby had just the just the downloads of the pictures themselves would be bigger than the episodes yeah yeah and they're all full resolution
0: too <laughs> That's... yeah yeah i have to resize them down as well so i have a system where i can just hit a button when i'm watching anything i can just hit a button and uh it just saves a screenshot to the full fo- show folder <laughs> and i just drag all those in the document made it very easy so i just hit that button every time i see anything i like and yeah all right, what do we well, got?
1: I wrapped up. Uh, I wrapped up uh, Prisma Ilia Two A today. Oh yeah, what'd you think of that during my lunch? Holy shit, that that uh, climactic battle is something. Now I've never seen it, so you have to tell me what's going on with it. Okay, so some some like wine purple haired girl from the church in a suit shows up and there's this huge ass fight and everything gets blown up and
0: uh-huh. action oriented very much very much so that's good and they keep the magical girl stuff going right it's, it's like, oh yeah it's so it's is it transformation sequences and sparkles and then blood and gore
1: no no there's barely there's barely any actual blood shown. There's just like little splashes of blood when a cut happens, or somebody gets hit hard and they spit out about a little bit of blood from their mouths because you know, like how there's always that sort of thing in the in TV and movies when somebody gets like punched in the solar plexus yeah. or the chest somehow that causes them to bleed from the mouth. I don't know, fucking <laughs> maybe uh, they, they anatomy man, fucking learn it. <laughs>
0: yeah, they bit their tongue maybe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but uh no not what I don't see them biting their tongue. I mean their their mouths fly open from the pains, <laughs> right? And then the blood
0: comes out. And it's like I don't think human bodies actually work that way. Ah uh, well, if you're looking for accurate anatomy, anime may not be the way to go. Uh
1: Hollywood is probably not the way to go either. No, no, no. Cause they do that. They do that too. You see it in. You even see it in like live action movies sometimes. They'll say. They'll say, okay, like, when this happens, here's a blood pack. Keep it. Keep it in your mouth, and when this happens, spit it out. Mm. It's like, I don't know. Fucking ridiculous. But anyway, it was. Uh, it was like pretty crazy watching. Uh, watching that fight happen. I don't know who this. Who this character is. If she's original to prisma ilia or if she
0: also shows up in the original fate well if he had a name i might know but i don't recognize her but do. you said she works for the church or something yeah yeah i don't doesn't ring a bell only the priest the crooked priest is the only one i know yeah this wasn't a pr- crooked priest uh, well the who's the other girl she it wasn't seal was it
1: she no, was no i she, don't think
0: she was a um a heroine in tsukihime and they uh technically they're in the same kind of uh, metaverse together and she, she worked...
1: had she had a heroic spirit of her own that's what they're calling them uh probably uh, not then. answerer
0: no no it must nope, be a anime or, uh, prisma ilia original thing yeah there
1: was some there was a mention of another thing from uh, from the original fate in uh, in this series though okay and that's the uh, the Holy Grail and the Holy Grail War.
0: Yeah, that was the whole. And there's uh... a
1: connect. There's a connection there to to Ilya and her, her like, dark skinned clone or twin Kuro.
0: Hmm. Well, and
1: I'm and I'm gonna leave it at that because if I say any more, then I'm definitely like, spoiling some plot
0: points. Yeah. Well, with that. We don't have a. Uh, I can't thank you for your courage. I always think that when someone says, well, with that, but, uh, going through my, my notes here, I do have too many pictures. Is there anything else we want to cover today?
1: Oh yeah. I've got a couple more things to cover. I got some, I got, uh, some Star Wars stuff and also somebody else that, that we know from, uh, from years ago is now a, uh, is now a VTuber. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, let's start with that this is okay, Doomfest Doom so, yeah. you're talking about right Doomfest, yeah simon ma Jeez. the artist yeah and so he is the he is like the art director for this for this new vtuber called europa u mm-hmm. and
0: uh well he's always so i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna include a i'm gonna include a link to their uh to europa u's debut video <laughs> in the show notes now I met I met. Doom, Hello, uh, I am the soul of Jupiter's six moon Europa. Uh, that's it. That's what he says. That's that's no. That's the description there. Plus, don't. Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch more. Rules, uh, credits. Hmm. So yeah. what's, he, what's he do
0: Other on assets, this? Uh, soft-
1: what's he do on this channel? Doomfest is the is the artist, the character designer, and
0: I guess art director. Uh, oh, so he's not the voice then no i don't think he's the <laughs> voice I,
1: I actually haven't listened to this should i should i start playing a bit of this video
0: if you want to i'm not gonna stop you all right we get that vtuber uh, sound on there it's I'm definitely hearing his art
1: i'm hearing his music yeah there's no talking yet huh i'll cut a bit further ahead i guess
0: now he's singing that might be
1: him i can't tell <laughs> i don't think that i think that's a different uh character singing
0: right now uh well
1: i remember he used to do um here here we go i think this one if you sometimes
0: you can put memes there too i don't really care and the nsfw tag i wasn't going to use one at first because i don't really i don't really mind like seeing nsfw on my tweet on my huh. feed and i think twitter's good enough at it i think that might be but, him um you is too perfect not too maybe so. yeah i i met a i met <laughs> Doomfest <laughs> once did i tell you that when you want to do nsfw art or i've met him too like i mean were you, were you there oh yeah yeah i guess you were at uh, AX. Yeah, 2015 and 2015 he was there yeah oh yeah and uh i remember he used to do a stream where he just streamed like uh bad movies and he'd stream anime and video and stuff on uh We'd all go watch like um Bollywood films and stuff online way back <laughs> in the day. It's like uh, if you follow Doomfest, I think that was when he was in Florida, like he was going to uh, he was before he even went to the the art school there. Oh, well, that's good. It's nice to see some people yeah. you know, he used Mo- to know mostly
1: mostly for the streams back then. I just remember when we would stream and she'd be like drawing and just like doodling or like drawing lewd art.
0: Oh boy. And those anime streamers.
1: Stuff that stuff that she'd never post. It just be like she do some she do like a bit of loot art and then she do like a she do like a proper picture and then that would be what would get posted up on uh, on Shimmy or
0: or on Pixiv and the like. Yeah. Oh well, those were the days. I remember that. We used to hang out on IRC together.
1: Yeah. And well. the other thing, this is this is something else that uh, that I came across. Uh, yesterday, and it's a reimagining of Scene Thirty Eight from Star Wars and New Hope. And scene Thirty Eight. I mean, that is the one where where Vader and Obi Wan fight. Okay. And this is far more epic than what was in the original movie. Now, all those changes that Luke Luca, that Lucas had made to the original trilogy with all the re-releases. I mean, that was that was pretty shit. This this is what he should have done. <laughs> so I'm gonna link that in. It is pretty fucking badass.
0: Is this um, actually? I might. Is,
1: is this a Star Wars fan film? It is a Star Wars fan film. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I could. It sounds like all the same Star Wars sound effects we've been hearing for thirty years.
1: When I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. I am master of evil,
0: dust. All right, all
1: right, all right. I get it. I get it. I get it. And with like with like the the prequel battle music, it sounds like uh, it sounds like the fight on Mustafar again.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was that song? It was called um... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Battle of the Fates. Battle of, yeah, Battle, Battle of, the Fates. of the Fates is that track. John Williams score, good good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else before we wrap up?
1: uh no, I don't think so. I was going to cover. I wanted to cover some more virtual people stuff. Well, it's, I think we'll save that for for the future. If it's just playing, I, w- I want to go on. I want to go on a bit about about like Vocaloids and Kizuna eye and Hollow Live and even Project Melody. Speaking speaking of which. Um, uh, I don't, I don't actually, I, I saw a video of Project Melody and based on that, like, I think, I think our virtual porn stars have uh, a lot further to go before they're actually worth watching. Project There Melody. are a lot of clipping issues in that video. Like, I don't know who, I don't know who is was doing the rigging, but they were, they weren't doing the best job. Oh, I and know on top of that. <laughs> I know on top of that. About. That is not that is not how a vagina works. Oh boy. So this is that like, was not that was not well animated at all.
0: The natural conclusion I know who what you're talking about now. The natural conclusion of the virtual YouTuber is the virtual cam girl. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. I'm not gonna post pictures of this in the uh, the show notes. No, I'm not. I'm not going to put
1: any Project Melody uh, uh, links or pictures in the show notes. I mean, I want to keep the. I want to keep the. I want to keep the site at least reasonably clean. The 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 dirtiest things on our show should be what we're saying.
0: Unleash the baby! All right. Well, for <laughs> the guy is jizzing all over himself. <laughs> I can drill my own damn hole. Oh boy. <laughs> well uh, stroking some but it's not the mic well uh i don't know how many times they have to do this before we could close the show coming up next we got the <laughs> sports the sports team uh, mashup is the saguenay hot spikes versus toronto boomerangs and uh until next time i'll talk to you later mabel kirby i'm cold acid